Look at my biceps, bro. And welcome to the Eat Live Blue Show with myself, Chris. And me, Brad. And I think this is episode six, or is it seven? Seven. Seven. I hope so, anyway. We're ranking them up pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks fine by. Um, episode seven yeah. of the Eat Live Blue Show. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the last six episodes then, or if you're new, go back, check them out. Um, they're probably a little bit, I was going to say a little bit awful, but... Let's be kind of ourselves, hopefully they're right. Yep. Um, and what are we going to talk about today, Brad? So, we've got, uh, we're going to cover our Eat Lose social that we did um, last night. Uh, we're going to go through hit training and is it the best way to burn fat and lose weight. And then we've got scale weight. Um, what we mean by that is when you weigh yourself yep. in your bathroom scales. Cool. Let's talk about first topic. What's been happening this week? What did we do last night? Yeah, so what did we do last night? Do you remember last night? Uh, no, it wasn't that heavy. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that heavy. Um, so last night we to wrap up a our should I say our to wrap up our four week um, weight biggest loser uh, boot camp challenge. Yep. Um, we finished off with a workshop where we took the guys through just how to maintain their results because we actually had some really good results. Um, everyone lost weight, everyone changed um, in terms of the way they look. So uh, we went through that. Then we had a short uh, award ceremony. Yeah, award ceremony. Uh, where we just went through everyone's kind of... What award did you get? I got... So we gave ourselves awards, which yeah. sounds a bit weird, but they were joke awards. Yeah, we did we give prizes to each other, <laughs> um, just a pat on the back. So I got who's, who is the most likely to eat 5,000 calories in McDonald's. Out of choice as well, not from like, I'm just really hungry, oh no, I've eaten 5,000 calories, it's I'm going to eat 5,000 calories of McDonald's in one go. Yep. How much? What do I need to do? Probably chicken nuggets as well. <coughs> How many nuggets do you reckon you need? A lot. I don't know. I saw one the other day. Um, it wasn't from McDonald's, but a guy did a... Oh, how much was it? Um, basically, had like five trayfuls of... Nuggets? Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, and that, was that 5,000 calories? Oh, no, I think, like, the calories. I think it was like... I don't know how much it was. It was a lot. It was a lot of calories. So, yeah, most likely to do it... We haven't done it yet, we're still considering it, and Brad yep. still pushed me to do it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll do it at some point, I just for the last. Um, but what was your reward? Uh, my award was for the reward? most... Award, should I say? I, can, I'm, I don't think I'd get a reward for what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> the award for the person most likely to break their neck trying to do a handstand. So, for the last two, three weeks, shout out to Carson actually. Carton did a seven day handstand challenge. Um, which I took part in. And yeah, Carlton from the Carlton Dance. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just awful. <laughs> it's not even the Carlton Dance, from Fresh Prince. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Carlton, really great guy, go and check him out. Um, I can't remember his Instagram handle, uh, maybe we'll put it into the post. Yep. Um, but he did a seven day handstand challenge which I took part in. So once I finished that, I've been trying to nail a handstand. Um, and one of the members of the boot camp, Showed us up really quickly by oh, saying she well, could do cartwheels. <laughs> showed me up really quickly. She's always been able to do cartwheels. She knocked him out like no man's business. And then I almost broke my neck trying to do a handstand. So that was your award. That was my awards. We did have some actual serious awards. Yeah. Um, and some ones. more funny ones. Yeah, I think we had ones uh, like who was the most likely to turn up in all weathers, rain, yeah. snow, or sunshine. An award for someone who came to the first. Oh, got a hat trick of boot cramp sessions in one week. Came to the, fir- the first person to come to all three sessions. Yep. Um, and then we had someone who the most likely to moan about doing high knees or mountain climbers, <laughs> <laughs> which I think she accepted with grace because she knew she would be the one. She, she knew. Moan. Uh, yeah. Um, and then obviously we had our biggest loser. She'd lost four point one percent. Yeah, which doesn't to start. No, it doesn't sound a lot, but in four weeks. Um, it's quite a big difference, quite a lot of weight to lose. Um, well, I'll say quite a lot, it's a good amount of weight to lose. and Without making like major sacrifices as well. No, and she commented, life. one of the comments she made was, I didn't actually have to do anything. 
Mm. Like that was hard. She um she said it was she felt it was really easy um, yeah. to do and didn't really affect. So it's not an extreme amount of weight to lose, but she's not gone to extreme extents and changing her lifestyle to make a change. Yeah. Yes. Sustainable weight loss, which for her is kind of all she was looking to get and that's what she got, which yeah. we're really proud um, that she's done that. Um, really proud that a lot of our members have lost weight through the challenge. Um, so yeah, all in all, good night. Yeah, and then we finished off uh, over at the pub and bought some rounds in for the guys and just- Bradley got drunk for three pints. Yep, yeah, and <laughs> just started, um, yeah, just chinwagging and recapping and going over what that is. So um, social time. I think, yeah, the, the challenge, I, I, I think it went better than what I expected. Yeah, um, we've never done anything like this before. No, it went really, really well. Um, the guys absolutely loved it. You know, we gave everything into that group because um, we kind of just wanted to show the guys what we what we could do. Exactly. Really, um, and they, you know, not a not one of them said that they didn't feel different or anything like that. They all said that yeah. they had a huge change, and so it was a really good experience, wasn't it? Yeah. And that, I think, kind of leads nicely on to, should you talk about Scaleway first? Uh, right here. Yeah, it goes straight into Scaleway. Um, so, kind of the aim of the challenge that we did was for people to lose weight. Um, that's why it's called the Biggest Loser Challenge. And our main method of tracking that across the four weeks was Scaleway. So we'd get the guys to come in once a week, and on their first session of the week, we'd take their weight. Um, and this, I guess one of the reasons why we did it is because that is quite a relatable thing for people yeah. to do. People are often used to kind of go into some sort of, I was going to say some sort of club, are they clubs, events? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, some sort of weightless club where they get their weights um, weighed once a week. So that's why we did it. Um, but one thing that we tried to talk about over the four weeks and talk about, especially yesterday at the end of the workshop, is that the scale weight is just a number, essentially. Yep. Um, and there's 101, well, from 101, but there are many factors that will influence your scale weight. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about what you did? Yeah. So um, <laughs> to kind of prove this point. Yeah. So in the morning um, on Friday, I got up and weighed myself literally straight away. Got out of bed, weighed myself, and then I went to the toilet, came back, and within five minutes, I dropped um, point three kilos. It's point three. Um, yeah, point three kilos, um, and literally that was within five minutes and the reason why I did that is I just wanted to show people that scale weight can be affected and can fluctuate between Very absolutely everything. So, <laughs> was it, this is going to be a little bit rude but had you gone to the toilet much before the previous day or not? <laughs> um, that's quite a big jump down. I can't like, remember. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Um, yeah, that side, like just going to the toilet is going to have an impact on your weight. Yeah. Um, which sounds obvious, but for some people it might not be considered if they either A, put on weight or B, stay the same weight. Yeah. Um, or even if they lose weight, they might not realise the weight they've lost, some of it would be just from going to the toilet. Yeah, and this is what we were trying to drill into everyone because, you know, sometimes they were coming in on a Thursday and, yes. and, and going, well, actually on Tuesday. I weighed this, and we were like, okay, what have you eaten today? This, yeah. this, this, this. Have you drunk more water than, you know, more, more fluids than what you did on Tuesday? How long ago did you eat? So it's so many yeah. things that you that we were trying to get into them, into the guys. Like, yes, scale weight is a good way to just show that you're making progress, you know. Over time, yeah. Over time, and it's not something that you should do just... I know we did it, but trying to see how much weight you lose over four weeks for just judging by the scales is not probably a, a, a reliable um, way of seeing if you are making progress. Especially um, with like the people we're working with, right? Yeah. So, uh, apart from two people, all of them are female, yeah. which over four weeks, what's happening with a female? Yeah, going for their cycle. Going for cycle, so that's going to fluctuate with the hormones, with weight itself going up and down so I think with scale weight is obviously a number of factors maybe we should just go run through like some of them really briefly yeah yeah we'll run through it um so if we go with it, the first point is uh fluid yeah yeah so 
if you drink a pint of water or two liters of water a day, um, that's got to go somewhere. Okay. Yeah. It's not just going to fall straight out of you straight into the toilet or straight through the floor. Um, <laughs> you're not Casper the Ghost. No, um, you're going to have to maintain it somewhere. So that whatever a pint of water or how much water you drink during the day, however that much weighs, until you go to the toilet, that is going to go into you. Exactly. So step on the scales and it's going to make a bit of a difference, you know. It might not make a difference if you drink a glass of water because it's so minuscule. Yeah. The weight, the scale isn't going to pick it up. Um, yeah. So when it comes to that, think about how much liquid you've had during a day, um, how much liquid you've got rid of as well. Um, exactly. There's quite a bit of there can be quite a bit of water change when you train, um, even if you're not even if you're not sweating, your water. Um, Levels can change a little bit, and then yeah, how much, how many times you're going to the water, um, to the toilet, um, is going to make a bit of a difference to your scale weight in terms of liquid. Yeah, and related to kind of water and your water weight, so two things are going to have an influence on kind of how much water, or two things will have an influence. So you've got salt and carbohydrates. So let's say for instance on a Friday night you've gone out and you've had quite a bit of salty food. You might weigh a little bit more the next day because of the salty foods you've eaten. That's going to help retain water in your body. Um, and likewise with carbohydrates. So I can't remember the exact numbers. I think it's for every gram of carb, it's four grams of water. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably need to double check it. But yeah, yeah, we'll check it and put it in the post. Either way, when you're consuming carbs, that's going to help your body retain water. These aren't bad things. I'm not saying to go and stop eating all salt, stop eating all carbs. Oh my God, your body's going to keep water. It's part of the process. It just have yeah. an awareness that that's going to influence your scale weight. Um, so if you do step on the scales on, say, a Monday, and you've had quite a carby-based diet over the weekend, it might be higher, but it's not the end of the world. Um, no. And you know, based on that, is that the water weight isn't going to affect your um, your fat loss. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you can put some water weight on by eating some carbs. But carry on losing, you know, body fat. Yeah. Like you can resistance training can alter your uh, body fat percentage and make you leaner by like, you know, by the next day, but up to one to two percent. Um, and that can be uh, it's very, you know, confusing process. But let's say you do some resistance training, eat some carbohydrates, and it's quite heavy resistance training. Potentially, you can become one to two percent leaner the next day. Um, that's how. Um, but over time, you know, if you're tracking that water weight and you know you're tracking your scale weight, yeah. let's say for six months, you're going to see that gradual linear hopefully go down. drop. But yeah. each week isn't going to be linear; it's not going to go. It's going to go up and down, up and down. But if you put a line of best fit in the middle, yeah, you know, you're going to get down, nice little downward trends, and then. Um, so those kind of things that influence your scale weight, which then might lead you on to thinking, okay, well, if that's going to influence my scale weight, what's the point in me weighing myself? Yep. Um, I think it's a fairly valid measure still, but it's not the only thing to give you like an indication of progress and kind of how you're progressing. We've had some feedback from our, some of our bootcamp members yep. over the past week in terms of, oh, I've managed to actually do the zip up on my coat and pull my coat up and do the zip up all the way to the top, which is another indicator and it comes into kind of how your clothes are fitting, it's another indicator of your progress and your weight loss. Um, yeah, It's not all just a number on the scales because ultimately that's what your relation of your body weight to gravity, right? Yep. Um, it is. Well, no, it's, it's, it sounds stupid, but I do tell people that's all it is, it's the number. And some people have a lot of emotion tied into scale weight, especially if they've over a number of years tried to reduce their scale weight and have tried 101 different things, which we won't go into today. Um, so they end up having kind of a bit of a negative kind of emotion attached to their number on the scales. Yeah, and what we're trying to do is get people to understand that it doesn't need to be that way and yeah. to understand how you can change your water weight by literally either going to the toilet or drinking more water or eating. Um, exactly, and we're all going to eat to live, right? Yeah, so you eat, nice. you eat a kilogram of food. Um, Where's that going? You're going <laughs> to you know, 
kilograms is quite hard to eat in food, but um, sounds like a challenge. Um, <laughs> but you going that you're going to add that kilogram on. Exactly. Um, what other markers of progress would you typically use with your clients? So you spoke about um, you know looking at how clothes feel and you know how they actually look on you in the mirror. Yeah. But another way is actually taking some regular photos. So going down to um, as minimal clothing as you want and just taking some pictures over a space of, I don't know, 6, 12, 18 weeks. Yeah. And, you know, put them together all at the end and you'll see how things start to change, you know. Definitely. Um, that's quite a good way. You will see if you pick certain points, catch the same lighting, yeah. and etc. etc. And you know, you might see that your hips slightly to drop and then after that you'll see that the hips stay and then your chest might start to drop and then your legs and Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that probably is one of the best ways mm. to track progress. Um the only thing why people a lot of people don't really like, like use it is because people like numbers. Yeah. People like numbers they're an objective measure yeah. to track the progress because obviously a number's a number. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone associates like progress with numbers rising and dropping, you know. Yeah. You can people get richer by watching their bank balance go higher. <laughs> um, people, yeah. you know like it's it's that whole thing of the weight loss, they wanna see the number drop because they can associate the number dropping with making progress. So, yeah, it's not going to give you numbers, but it will give you the truth. Yeah, it'll give you the truth. And I think if you go back to why people want to lose weight, and again, it might sound a little bit rude, but most of the time it is so they can look better naked and feel more yeah, confident. Or, like, you know, look better on, on the beach. Or, yeah. Like, most, most people um, hide behind hoodies and jumpers because it protects... Hibernation season now. Yep, that's why I'm always wearing hoodies and jumpers. Well, you are today. Um, yeah, uh, not the fact it's cold. It's just I'm hiding my um, my timber, my Christmas timber, um, or winter timber. But yeah, um, a lot, you know, monitoring that progress allows you to see. Um, and I would personally um, pick a item of clothing. Yeah. And put it on every time you take a photo, and watch how it that fits on your body completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've got a dress that you, oh, is you quite, got quite tight, yeah, I do. Um, it's quite tight, put that on over the space of 12 weeks and watch how you slowly start yeah. to fit into it. Definitely. Um, and clothing's like yeah, and I, I always recommend people to use clothing as a goal. Yeah. Um, buy a size that you want to get down to, for example, let's say size 12, and you want to get it down to size 10, you know, you've got to keep working until you get into that dress. And that's a great motivator and, you know, something to work towards. Because, let's be honest, um, not everyone wants to work behind numbers, right? Someone doesn't, someone, you know, the amount of times I've asked clients and and I say, how much weight do you want to lose? They're like, I don't know. I just want to get into this. Yeah. This, this size clothing, so um, yeah, I think that's a good way. And one more way that you'd say? Um, I think it kind of combines the two, kind of energy levels and kind of your fitness performance. And I'm not saying you can then go run 100 meters in 10 seconds, but we've noticed it over four weeks. Like our members have said to us, my energy levels, and I'm now recovering a lot better, I'm not like completely knackered. Yeah. after the first session of the week which they might have been the first week because it's new to them um, and they've got more energy levels like I know my member I was talking to yesterday was saying she's now able to kind of uh, confidently play with her kids yeah a bit more and it's not going to be such a strain on her to kind of bend down and play with her child who I think is like a four year old so yeah and I think also we've picked up we've seen how the clients and the members are changing in what they can do yeah, like if totally. you go through, you had one member who struggled quite a lot with an exercise, and then uh, the last session we did, um, they were able to perform the exercise like really, really well. And yeah. you know, and that's also going to reflect the weight, you know, the rate of what you're losing, you know, body fat and stuff. Because exercises are going to become easier as you start to drop some yeah. weight and stuff like that. 
and you know you're going to be able to walk around a bit more easier um, and stuff like that. So yeah, I'd say if you are looking to lose weight, think about those things, both in terms of what will impact your weight and then what other things you can use to yeah. track your progress beyond just the number on the scale. Um, and best of luck. It's yeah. not a quick fix, or well, not the no. way that we do anyway. We don't say to you you're going to lose two stone in two weeks. No. Um, and it does require patience. Yeah. And that's where I think having support from either a coach or a community of people um, definitely helps. Yeah, and I think the best way to, to image um, weight loss is, let's, I love this adaptation, because I think it's, a lot of people can relate to it, right? It makes sense. Um, is let's take a sandwich, okay? So a sandwich can sit like ham cheese sandwich, bread, Butter, ham, cheese, bread, bread and butter, next yeah. side, right? So let's say the sandwich weighs a kilogram, one whole kg, right? Uh, quite a heavy sandwich, but you know, there's the sandwich, and I said to you, uh, Chris, okay, how much How much cheese have you got in there? Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I don't know, but the sandwich weighs a kilo. One kilo and yeah. that represents your body weight. But what we want to know is that cheese represents body fat. How much of that body fat you've got in there? You go, well, I don't know. So unless we start taking away that body fat and stripping it out, yeah. you know, you, you're never going to be able to do that in real life. But it's just <laughs> a way. That, yeah. But if I start adding more cheese in there, yeah. Um, no, that's going to go up. If I start adding more butter, yeah. uh, it's going to, you know, if I add more butter, ham and cheese all together at once, um, that's going to increase the overweight. Yeah. yeah. Or let's uh, take out the cheese, put, 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 put extra ham in and match that weight, um, that's going to still keep the scale, the scale weight up. Yeah. But, you know, the ham represents the muscle, right? So that's just a great, I think personally, I really like that. And, it's just, just a better way of understanding scale weight um, sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, it's multifaceted. Take that away, think about kind of what your goals are um, and how you might want to think about scale weight going forward in the future. So I think that kind of wraps up scale weight. Um, yep. Should we talk about hip? Yeah. Um, Why are we talking about this week? Uh, so, <laughs> no, not Britney Spears. Oh. We're not talking about Britney Spears. Hit me, baby. Oh. That is a nineties throwback. That is. That is, isn't it? Jeez. Oh, just talking about nineties. Did you know? So the New Year's Eve. Okay. New Year's. Yeah. Is so twenty seventeen is differentiates between everyone over eighteen and everyone under eighteen by nineteen hundreds and the two thousands. So everyone born in the nineteen hundreds is eighteen and over. Yes. Everyone in the two you know the two But what about if you're is that hundred percent? Hundred percent. Hundred percent of people is it twenty seventeen? <laughs> ah yeah, yeah. So New Year's Eve cool. the last yeah. day. Where it did this that makes people old <laughs> Jeez. Yeah I saw it today and I was like ah that's quite interesting. Well, look out for that meme coming over the next month. Yeah. <laughs> that's just going to be rock and rolled everywhere with Facebook and Instagram. Oh, yeah. no, that right. is going to be everywhere. Let's post that today. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Hits. Uh, hits. Um, Not Britney Spears. No, mighty throwback. Music. High intensity interval training. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So, you know that popular stuff that everyone makes you want to do and gets you really sweaty and a hot yep. mess? Lean in 15. Get lean in 15 minutes. Done. Hit training. Bosh, done. <laughs> Let's get out of here. What about leaning twenty minutes? Doesn't it's not got the same ring to it. And what that, about that's another five minutes of my life I can spend on my phone? What about if you train past twenty minutes, start burning muscle? Yeah, train. Who said that? Right. Do you remember that? No. On Instagram, he put, um, "Oh, if I train past twenty minutes, I start burning into my fat." <laughs> right. You stop burning into your fat. Yeah, and goes, I start, I start burning into muscle. Sorry. Got and it. you got annihilated, right? So. I'm Okay, hold on. So if I want to grow muscle, right, 
If I go past 20 minutes, like, oh no, that's just going backwards. Yeah, this is what he said. Right? Not the fact that I'm doing more reps of, say, a no. bench press or a squat or yeah. some arm curls or whatever. <laughs> so, a oh, load of God. us, like, bombarded me and just took the piss. So, I commented saying, oh shit, whenever I play football, I finish with no muscles in my life. <laughs> then the Daily Mount picked it up, yeah. like, quoted everyone, and like, I got managed to get in the Daily Mount. Well, now you're famous. Fame. Mama made it. 15 seconds of fame um, done. Yeah. Even just Daily Mail. Uh, anyway. Hit, hit, got a bit of hit in there, didn't I? <laughs> right. We're talking about hit, and we're talking about hit for good okay. reason. Right, so. There is a good, bad reason, yeah. not because of is, getting famous. Is high intensity interval training or interval training yeah. the best way to burn body fat and to burn calories? That's the big question. No. It's not. Save you watching the rest of this or listening to the rest of the podcast. Done. Done. You can, can turn it off now. You don't need to know why it's not the best. But if you do want to know, hang around. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> hit training. So, what is hit training? Should we talk about what hit training is? Yeah, maybe that might be good. Some people are like, what is that? And they might know it's something else. So, yeah. high, high hit training is basically um, high points. I'm trying to not use the word high. So, um, intense training. Yeah, intense training. Yeah. For a short period of time, that is followed by short rests. Yeah. Um, normally, you can get it done in fifteen minutes, but it's in terms of out of a hundred percent. So hundred percent, you're flat out. Um, most people in high, you know, high intense stuff normally work about ninety, eighty percent plus. Um, it's a lot of hard work compared to yeah. regular, you know, just cardio. Um, or you know, regular just continuous training, and the whole idea of it is that you can work really, really hard, really, really fast, burn like quite a lot of calories in a short period of time, and also keep burning calories afterwards, right? Well, that's the idea of it. Um, yeah. So that's one of the biggest things that why everyone started banging on about it is because yeah. some guy once went, or some lady went, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're going to do hit interval training. And apparently it burns loads and loads and loads of calories. But doesn't right. it um, kind of stem from Tabata? Yeah, something that. like that. Or yeah, I don't really I know. I think Tabata was around before kind of hit got popularised. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm not an expert in it, no. so I don't really know. Come and train with Chris Tabata expert. Tabata expert. No. Yeah. Tabata's got 20 seconds on Tabata, 10 seconds. Tabata? Tabata? Tabata. Potato, potato. Who cares, really? Tabata. Exercise yeah. That's essentially what it is. Really intense hard work, then some yeah. rest. So, for example, you might do a 20 second sprint on the treadmill at an yeah. incline, followed by 20 seconds rest. Yeah. Um, let's just say, you know, you can always do a minute on, a minute off, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, something like that. Something that involves you working for a short period of time, followed by a rest. Yeah? Yeah, and then do it for a number of rounds, back yourself up to like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yep. Don't do more than 20 minutes, start to burn muscle. Yep. <laughs> I actually can't believe that's the thing. You can do more than 20 minutes, you're not going to burn muscle, yeah. don't worry. But um, that's it, the yeah. premise it, of it. But in, on that <laughs> 20 minutes, if you try and do half an hour of hit intensity, you're not, you're not, you're not doing hit properly. Um, you're not even working over 80%. You're probably just yeah. doing interval, but moderate intensity so there's a difference between yeah. intervals training you can do and when you're saying 80 percent you want to kind of say what that is 80 percent what as in yeah 80 percent quite hard right um, or we yeah, like... i'm talking about like maximum effort okay yeah um yeah because not everyone runs around with a heart rate monitor i, I do yeah i, I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're talking about maximum effort. Yeah. So 100% is maximum effort. I don't know. I like to refer it to a marathon. Um, yeah. uh, everyone says marathon's hard. So um, yeah, 100% is a marathon, for example, and t- t- 0% is laying in bed. Watching Netflix. Yeah. Not even that. That's, that wastes that burns energy. I'm gonna go home and watch Netflix now then, rather than go for a walk. <laughs> burns some um, energy instead. Yeah. So. Uh, interval can be at any level um, of intensity, but we're talking about high intensity interval training, yeah. um, which is you know flat out for like twenty as hard as you can. So, um, in those twenty minutes yeah. that you do it, let's say it's a standard 
15, 20 minutes, you can burn quite a lot of calories because you're working really, really hard. It's hard work as well. Yeah. We've, done, we've done it before together when we did the yeah. rowing machine stuff. Oh yeah, that's nasty. It is hard work. Like, you're not going to go out of doing interval training like, oh, quite easy. No, you're going to be laying on the floor after, like, trying to catch stop yourself breath. from throwing up. Like, depending on how hard. Which we don't advocate. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't binge work until you throw up. I mean, no, but that's um, not fun. depending on how much you want to push yourself, yeah. like, sometimes you do feel like you're going to throw up, right? <laughs> um, but that's the interesting thing, like, you do kind of work out where your limits are. Yeah. Uh, especially as you start doing interval training. Like, the first time you do it, you might be like, that's hard work. But the next time you do it, you're like, I think I can push myself a bit, bit more. more not, not, not that it's getting easier, just the fact that yeah. you can push yourself a little bit Because you know your limits yeah. a little yeah. bit more. Um, so yeah, that's kind of interval training. Yeah, so you burn loads of calories in those 15 minutes and people believe that because you're burning loads of calories and you've got your heart rate, this, you've got your heart rate really, really high, they think that your heart rate stays really, really high for 24 hours and, and epoch. Yeah, epoch I don't need to know what that means, but essentially what what it means is you're going to continue having or keeping your metabolism... Afterburn effects. Yeah, the afterburn effects yeah. of your metabolism firing through the roof and you keep on burning calories. So, makes sense, right? Yeah, it, it sounds does. logical. Yeah, you know, work really, really hard, get the heart rate going, increase your metabolism and continue burning calories higher than And do you know what? I used to believe it. So did I. I used to give my clients interval training and I go, you'll keep on burning. You'll turn your body into a fat burning machine. Like a fat, <laughs> like, like, like you're giving your body to a blacksmith and then melting you in the furnace. Get the coal into uh, that fire. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not true. And the reason why it's not true is probably for, for uh, where to start with this because it's all like put the puzzle to pe- like put the pieces yeah. of the puzzle together. I think if we put it really simply... There is some sort of impact, right? Yeah. There is some sort of, after, we'll call it an afterburn effect for this yeah. sake. There is some sort of impact, but it's not to the same extreme levels that the media Isn't or it like people make under have. 5%? Uh, I thought it was 17%. I thought it was less than that. But I thought it was 17% of the calories you've burned in that session. The, the numbers could be on. Yeah, so, okay, but yeah. So way, basically... Even if it's seventy percent of the calories you burn, yeah. right? If you burn three hundred calories, that is not even a hundred calories. That's twenty percent is sixty calories, right? Yeah. So which is nothing. That's like half so a banana. Is exactly yeah. Um so is that worth the intense work? The intense that you're work to do? that you're actually gonna burn those and also I think we're talking about the intense work, like the studies that were done are people that are working intensely. Yeah. Like like we were saying before, you understand a bit more of your limits. Like the first time yeah. you do it, you're not really gonna push yourself that No, hard. and you we're talking about lab, you know, yeah. lab environments where you're you know, you've got this oxygen mask on, you've <coughs> got uh, you know, heart rate monitoring. They're monitoring hundred percent, right? Yeah. Most people And they can tell you to push harder because they know like physiology uh, how do you use the word? Yeah, but physically you you can't yeah, push yourself harder. They've got you attached to harnesses. Yeah. So if you collapse from it, they catch you. Right. Yeah. That's how hard they want you to work. Right. Just because they can get the maximum. So considering how hard they're working, and you only get seventeen. And you only get like seventeen percent on of those the calories you burn is like you go and eat a packet of crisps, and you just. Don't um, work. Like you probably added, added on more because seventeen percent of whatever you've no. done in a session. Yeah. So which, if we talk about session calories that you burn in, isn't as extreme as well as like it's made out to be. Right. No. It's not the thousand calories from one session. No. Which I don't understand how they work that shit out. To be honest. Um, like, could you imagine if you could burn a thousand calories in a session? Right. We'd all be walking around with six packs all day long. I know, we'd be all training in the gym. Like, like I'd, go to, I'd go to the gym to burn a thousand calories if you could do it. A hundred percent. Imagine how easy it would make weight loss and like, solve the obesity yeah. crisis. And, and the thing is, it's <laughs> these bad boys' Fitbits that... How many calories? Run on. Run on. I think I've turned it off. So my, I've done... I've burned nearly 2,000 calories apparently. Right? Well, that's a lie. <laughs> and, um, I know that's a lie. And I've not even done 4,000 steps. 
So I do 10,000 steps daily. So just put that in consideration. Right, so well, I think we're going off the topic here. Anyway, back on the topic of hit. Yes. Essentially what we're trying to say and put across in a very long-winded way is the afterburn effect is an A as big as it's made out to be. Yep. B, you're probably going to have to work a little bit harder than you actually are working yep. to actually have this influence of hit training and actually make it effective. Yep. Um, and I guess the biggest question is, is it right for everyone? Like, yeah. Um, do you enjoy hit? Maybe, maybe not. And also, just want to add on to that, it isn't going to make a difference if you're fasted or not. Oh, 100%. Um, that's, that's another conversation. That's a different conversation. Like, but, yeah. yeah, so the reason why people were like, oh yeah, HIT is this imperial way of training, I mean, superior way superior. of training, yeah. <laughs> uh, superior way of training is because it's done really quickly, so you haven't got to stay in the gym for an hour, which... Perfect. Perfect. You know, some people live busy life, so they want to be in and out by half an hour. You can do it at home, you don't yeah. need to go to the gym. Nope. And then... Watch YouTube video. And then, yeah, and... They then think, oh, it's going to burn loads of extra calories. So ultimately it doesn't. Um, what you could do instead of hit is just simply walk in. It sounds boring. Yep. And you're going to have to walk longer than your 15 minutes of hit. Because yep. we'd want you to walk more than 15 minutes a day. Um, but it will essentially have the same effect of you burning calories. Yeah. Uh, if you walk far enough and take enough steps. Which, if you're going to go down that weight loss route... That's what you want, right? You want to yeah. burn calories as many calories as you want in a day and across a week on average to try and put you in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Hit's not a magical tool. Nope. It's a tool in I your toolbox. Wish it was. If it was, like I said, probably we'll be walking around pretty lean yeah. um, and we wouldn't have major health issues in the country. It's just, uh, it's literally just as what, what you've just said. It's another tool in yeah. your toolbox or it's another egg from the egg basket. Yeah, I mean... People like interval training because it's short, it's tense, some people yeah, enjoy and that. It gives you that um, psychological, you know, um, <sighs> like happiness. You've, like, yeah. You feel like you've worked hard. Mm. And again, we associate working hard with making progress. Yeah. So, and, 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 and you know, it does make you feel good when you've done it. You know, oh, you, totally. just, you just sweat it out, you feel like you've put a lot of effort in it. You know, you've, you, if you don't build up a sweat while doing hit training, then you've probably got something medically wrong with you. <laughs> like you've, or you haven't done hit or training. You haven't done, <laughs> no, you haven't done hit. Yeah. Um, but question that I wanted to ask you yeah. is: but is it better than regular cardio? I would argue no. Okay. Why? Why, Chris? I would argue because I would caveat that with: okay, take two people. Me and you. Let's, okay, let's say me and you. Yep. I do not like running long distances. No. And let's say, for instance, I've got quite a sedentary job. I've got a busy lifestyle. Yep. Hit training might be the perfect thing for me to try and do in my day. Or if I'm busy on the roads and I'm in hotels, I don't actually... This is completely fictional. Yep. It might be the perfect thing for me to do because I can do it with pretty much no equipment and I can get an effective session in. You, on the other hand... You might have a bit more time on your hands. Yep. You might not enjoy working up into such an intensive sweaty situation. Like a sweaty mess on the floor. Sweaty mess on the floor with your hair all over the place. I know yep. you like to keep your hair in place. My hair's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for you also, if you think about yourself, uh, hit training, which can be quite intense, especially if you're doing something like sprints or rowing, yep. you might not want that risk that comes a little bit more associated with HIIT training because it's at a higher intensity. Yeah. Um, or, alternatively, you might be someone who's quite severely overweight and it's probably not the best thing to go and put yourself through. No. Um, because it's going to have quite a big impact on yeah. you in terms of you don't need a lot of exercise to get you out of breath. Yeah. Um, so it's not a magical solution. No. So um, what burns... Go on. Sorry, go on. So what burns more calories? It depends what you do. <laughs> yeah, it Both burn goes, calories. So Hit training or steady state training. This goes back or on, walk in, they yeah. all burn calories. So this goes back on to why people think that you know yeah. it's better because because it burns more calories in a short amount of period of time, they think it's better. But if you go and burn two hundred calories of in fifteen minutes, yeah. but I burn two hundred calories in an hour, it's the exact same thing. And it actually has the exact same after effect. 
Yeah. Um, from what I understand, um, it's like marginally different, or it might be an extra 10, 15 calories. It's a tiny percentage, like it says. Yeah. Um, One thing to add to that, if I do hip trainer, I don't do it. But if I did it, I think, oh, I've worked really hard, I'm going to put my feet up for the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you might go and do a half an hour jog around the park or whatever, and that's quite casual to you, yeah. and you've burnt the same amount of calories in your session. Yeah. But then you go and have an active day after yeah, you go for a walk, you go to the like, shops. Yeah, I still feel like I've got that energy left. Exactly. Right? So and which one overall in a day is going to burn more calories? Yeah. And Brand is not me. Yeah. And also, um, in terms of, um, you know, low intensity, yeah. if you're someone who does quite a lot of you know, weight training, resistance training, and you go and stick interval training on there, your central nervous system will be crying <laughs> like an old... Leave me alone! <laughs> like an old timing belt on a car. Like, it will be... There's an analogy for you, an yeah. old timing belt on a car. Like, those things give way easy. Yeah. Everyone knows that, right? <laughs> and so, you add... You're just adding, like, it's a bit of like buckaroo, right? So you've got this intense training program of, you know, lifting weights. Yeah. You're putting yourself through a very strict diet. You're then adding in interval training. No wonder you coming up four weeks later and you're burnt out, you're ill, you know, you're literally like that game, burnout, like, massive explosion. <laughs> yeah, after four weeks, it's Whereas, like, forget this. you know, the benefit I'm of... going back to my old lifestyle, it's too much. Exactly, but the benefit of, you know, just regular cardio, like walking or just doing 20 minutes of a light jog or a light incline walk. On or a cycle the, yeah, or, or a swim. cycle or swim, anything like that is going to be a bit more easier on the body. But 100%. are we saying that you should go do one or the other? No. no. Um, I like doing some... Don't do either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to eat uh, 5,000 calories of McDonald's. No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, no. So literally do what you want. Yeah. Like it's literally, if you want a quick workout and you want to burn some quick calories because you've got to get to work or you've got to get home for the kids. It's a lunchtime workout. Um, you've only got 20 minutes to get it in. Go and do, do it. it. Do it. But if you want to, you know, go in the gym, but you want to do a little bit of cardio, you know, we, we don't, we're not going to even talk about cardio um, to like whether or not you should do cardio, but, um, you know, that's going to be great for you because you can just go in, you can stick some headphones in, you can jump on your bike go around the park for an hour or... or exactly. Know. It's, but it all just comes down to personal preference and how many calories you burn. If you match the calories in both thing, in both types, types, types of cardio, um, neither one is better. It's all dependent on what you prefer. But yeah. when, so I think we vaguely touched it. So let's just run through uh, the benefits of each one and yeah. a, like a negative or two. Um, cool. Or disadvantage. Let's, let's not be negative on the Eat the Flu show. We're all about positivity. Yeah, positivity. But there is ups and downs of yeah. anything. Okay, so if you go right. through hit. Yeah, you go hit that hit. Let's go through hit. Right, Come benefits. On, hit, you with it. hit you with hit. Hit you baby one more time. Yeah. Hit me baby one more time. Right. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> that's how we're going to end it, but we are going to talk that through. So, benefits are here. It's nice and it's short. You can do it absolutely anywhere, pretty much. You don't need really any equipment. You can just nope. do sprints outside. Um, it's going to be quite intense, so if you like work up into a sweat, it's perfect for you. And like we said, if you're short on time, go and do it, because you're going to be able to get that in, out, and have that little bit of kind of oomph from your session, yep. if you enjoy it. So there's a few benefits. Um, you can get through your calories really quickly, essentially. Um, a disadvantage. Disadvantage. Or, or, uh, it might impact the rest of the day. So you might do hit your butt. So get walking around for the rest of the day. So I'm knackered. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna have less steps in the day and then burn less calories, which is yep. what you want to lose weight. Um, it might impact your other training that you're doing. So if you're doing strength training or weight training or any sort of thing, uh, you might not be able to recover it as quickly from hit. Um, and also, it might not just be worth the risk of doing hit. Like it is intense work. It's hard work. It's going to put pressure on your joints if you're doing sprints um, compared to say a light cycle or light yep. um, swim. So weigh those up and think about it. But pick what you want. Um, and then you've got 
you know, normal, steady, we call it continuous training, steady yeah. state. Um, the great benefit is it's a great way to kind of, personally, in my opinion, to relax. Like, I mean, it, like de-stress, not relax, de-stress a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, you can plug some music in and just plod through you know, a little bit of a walk in. And, yeah. You know, you've got your own pace, really. Um, it's less demanded on the body. Um, and it's a good way you can add in some recovery in there. It's a good way to recover um, yeah. without having to go through like resistance training and stuff, but you still want to get calorie burn in there. Um, Stay active, really. Yeah. yeah, and you know, a lot of people will recommend just walking as a, a recovery, um, you know, from a heavy day's training. One of the disadvantages is if you're not if you've not got a lot of time. It does yeah. take a bit of time to match the calories. Definitely. Um, so I personally would just literally choose, probably if you're in a real world, you might want to get a bit of both. Yeah, it's no hard, you know, it's not like I need to be in camp hit or but, camp steady state no, cardio. because we're always talking about getting outside, being active. And yeah. that essentially is steady state cardio, right? Mm. Um, but then it's nice to get a little bit of sweat on in the gym yeah. and burn some calories, right? So You might want to do it at the end of body resistance yeah, training. I would probably minutes. say, you know, do a bit of both. Um, get a bit of, you know, a bit of hovis, best of both worlds. Um, <laughs> and yeah. on that note, <laughs> yeah. anything else to talk about this week? Um, no, just, I know we touched base on this last week, is and just going over what we've spoke about, is just be careful what you listen to on Instagram. Um, again, yeah. because the things we're talking about is kind of influenced by the shit we've seen on Instagram over the last like, yeah. two days. <laughs> I say forever, right? It's, it's, it's a forever stream of shit, basically. Yeah, so, you know. Even though we're on Instagram. Just. Catch yeah. 22. Just if you do see stuff, like, we're open for people to ask us why. Yeah, yeah. Like, the more people that ask us why, the better it helps us because we are we can confirm what we know and it allows us to go well, actually are we saying the right stuff and it allows you guys to understand what we're saying yeah right so if someone's posting something and whether or not they've got loads of instagram followers or they're certified or they're famous but if i've got a million followers that means whatever i say is right well no, it doesn't. <laughs> you might be a TV presenter and not know about fitness. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's nutrition, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just ask them. Yeah. Why? And if they don't reach out to you, ask again. And then if they don't, then they're probably... Well, if you don't want to ask them, ask us. Like, yeah. We'd happily talk about yeah. fitness and nutrition stuff if we know it and tell you yeah. the answers. If and we don't, the difference... Say we don't. Like, we don't know everything. No. And the difference between us and probably some people out there, I'm not going to say everyone because I know people out there that will be the same as us, is we give some rationale behind yeah. why we tell you. If we were just saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, like, we're just joining the rest of the other club, right? Yeah. We've got to give some... Ra- we give rationale behind what we do. Yeah. The reason why we're telling you is to go out and burn calories um, is because that's what it requires to lose weight. Okay? But we're not here going here, you need to do this way, this way, this way. We're gonna go, well, maybe it might be better for you to do it this way and better for someone else to do it this way. And that's rationale, yeah. right? And there's reasoning behind why we recommend stuff we do. Um, so yeah, but on that note, where can they find um, the glorious, Belly fitness. <laughs> yeah, so just as you said it, you can find me on Instagram uh, or Facebook. Uh, just type in Bell Fitness, so V-E-L-E, fitness, uh, and I'm all over those social handles. Yeah. And yourself, Brad? Uh, you can find uh, me and my sexy dance moves. And I don't think you've posted your dance moves on your own profile. No, and I need to. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not sliding into anyone's DMs, but I'm sliding down the stairs instead. <laughs> <laughs> so you can catch If me. you go over to his profile, you'll see what he means. Yeah, go go uh, over to Bradley G Fitness. That's for Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, so don't, don't forget to tune in to the Eat, Live, Lose social media. Uh, we, yes. I think we might. Should we go over what we got planned for December? For December? Yeah. What have we got planned? The. Uh, ah! Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's talk about that. With just before seconds. we go, thirty seconds, probably like five minutes, but no, thirty seconds. So yeah, we are doing an advent calendar. Okay? Yes. So not a chocolate advent calendar, not a wine advent calendar. A have you seen some of these advent calendars? We're gonna do five minutes. Yeah. Some of these advent calendars cost a shitload of money these oh, days. Oh uh, no, you can get one where. <laughs> like why are people spending so much money on an advent calendar? So Christmas is so. Oh, I sound like an old man. Yeah. Christmas is so commercialised as it is. Why are you spending hundreds of pounds on an advent calendar? I don't know. There's one ridiculous. You could make your own gin. It'll like make mixed gin up every day for 25 days. So like, by the time you get to the end of, like when you get to I Christmas Day, you're like, or bad thing I need half a litre of gin to get drunk because I've had a bit every day. Yeah, advent calendars are meant to be taken in the morning, right? So are these yeah. people going into, like <laughs> driving into work over the limit because gin's quite strong. Or working with their gym clients, Brad's, and getting drunk before. It's a good thing no. I don't like gin. I'm joking. Um, I hate yeah. gin as well. So, but what have we got planned for advent? So, we're doing and um, we're delivering 25 days of awesome videos. Um, just They're awesome because we're in there. We're gonna be covering on everything that you need to know yeah. to get lean and trim. So we're gonna be running through top tips, um, best ways to exercise for certain muscle groups, little hit training. How to do exercise yeah. in general. Um, we're gonna be covering a shitload of stuff. So make sure you head over to our page and maybe give us a little like see our stuff first and you'll see it every yeah. day we're going to be giving you a video um covering everything you need to get yourself in shape right exactly and, or to potentially keep yourself maintaining over christmas yeah and the last day and is going to be a little bit of a gift on christmas day yeah a little bit of a gift personally from me and chris um, so, personally delivered to your house on Christmas Day. Yeah, no. Through your mobile phone. Yeah, through your mobile phone. <laughs> Just to get up, through your mobile yeah. phone. Don't worry, we are not going to be coming down your chimney tree. <laughs> 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 We're not coming down your chimney, don't worry. <laughs> That's you through the snow. Right. It comes As you can in most episodes, we're finishing up with Brad singing. That's been us on the Eat Live Blue show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, it'd be great. We haven't had a review yet, I don't think. No, because we've Boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've made this far, well, you've probably, so every listener, probably got it on mute anyway. <laughs> every listener is a, loony, loon, and loon, a new listener. And they're like, yeah. fuck that, I'm not listening to that again. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do want to listen to it again, and you have thought, oh wait, what they're saying has actually been a little bit useful, maybe leave us a review on iTunes. Please. Please? <laughs> and... We, well, maybe give a prize out to the first review person. Yeah, well, we'll do like it. Personal video we'll message, or okay. we'll, we'll do some sort of maybe small hand. Give you a gift, okay? The first person to review, and you're not family members. There's not family <laughs> members. Because um, that's all that we've got. They listen to. Yeah, right? we'll do a little gift, and what that's going to be is we don't know. It all depends how good your review is. <laughs> exactly. So, so let's leave it there. Give us a review, uh, please, and we'll give you a little Christmas hamper. But you have to be the first one. Right, take care guys. Peace out.